Love you. Come on, give the Lord a hand this morning. God is good all the time. The devil's bad all the time. Amen. Peace. Turn to your neighbor and smile. Helps your looks. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. You know, as Pastor Matt called and asked me to uh, fill in this morning, uh, the very first word that came to me uh, was vision. Uh, because this is exactly what God has given to Pastor Matt and this house, vision. We've always had vision. Sometimes we didn't fully understand it and know, know, know what it was all about, but God had a vision. You know, uh, I, I'm going to put a verse on the, on the Bible, it might be on the screen and just see what you think. Proverbs 29, 18, a very familiar passage of Scripture. Without a vision... The people perish or cast off restraint. In other words, you kind of, when you lose vision, it's the gas runs out of your car. You know, if you, if you don't have vision, then you don't have that much purpose. You know, and this is what the world says. You've got to have gold. You've got to have purposes. We understand it. You've got to have dreams. But uh, I prefer to get a hold of God's vision God's dream, whether it's for my personal life, my marriage, for the family, uh, for this city. Come on. Could, you know, I love it because now when God gives a vision, he needs two things. He needs the natural yes from you and me, but then the supernatural. Because he knows that we cannot fulfill the vision that he has for us whether it's personal, marriage, whatever it is, without the supernatural power of God. Amen? God has given us a vision for marriage. I remember when I had a vision for marriage, going with this young lady. You know, you know I mean, I had such resolve. I mean, such strength and excitement. You know, I could work all, all day in a potato house, 10, 12 hours, but, you know, when I got home, I might have been tired, tired physically, but because I had this vision of this beautiful young lady waiting for me to come to the house, I mean, I would take a shower. I'd put on deodorant. You know, some folks kind of forget that after they got married. I mean, some of these guys, man, they walk around like a horse in the barnyard, man. I mean, they... Well, anyway... <laughs> But I had resolve because I had a vision. And we need to keep that vision alive, even in our personal life and the, and the marriage, if, we, if we're married, family. But we need to keep the vision alive in the city. The vision, now, there are other people having their part of them. We have no problem with that. But could we do our part? Because there's such reward in the vision that God gives, the fulfillment, the contentment. Amen? So I just thought about that. I said, wow, this is really amazing. Now, how do you know, because there's such a great vision that God's put in this house, how do we know you belong here? I don't know about you, but I, I sometimes wonder, do I belong here? Well, first of all, I was born here. Some of you are born in the house. Well, then you belong here. Well, you don't understand it. I was drug here. You don't understand. My parents brought me here, and I don't want to. That's, but you still belong in the house. And God has sent some of you here. Now, 
you know God sent you because you don't try to alter the vision. You try to fit into the vision. Amen? Now the Bible says, listen to this, I, I love this. It's, it's in, in Luke. The Bible said, if you're faithful in that which is another man's, God will give you that which is your own. And so it's really important because I want my vision fulfilled, but to do that, I have to be part of the vision God's put in this house. Pastor Matt is my pastor. You know what I mean? So I want to make sure that I get behind his vision because his vision came from the Lord. Amen? Come on, saints. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to serve with joyfulness and gladness of heart. You know, uh, part of the neglected gospel today is scriptures like we find in Deuteronomy. God said to his people, Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and gladness of heart for the abundance of all things, then you will serve your enemies whom the Lord, everybody say the Lord, not the devil, the Lord will send against you in thirst, nakedness, in the one of all things, and he, God, shall put a yoke of iron upon your neck until he has destroyed thee. And that's in the Bible. But it's neglected because it's not good psychology. Doesn't always make people feel good, but if you pay attention, there's a real good warning there. So I'm going to put them, you know, I noticed this on my marriage. You know, I mean, if I serve with joyfulness, you know, I, I mean, you know, I'm going to tell you there's some nice rainy days. You understand what I'm saying? But if you don't, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to have problems. Someone said attitude determines your altitude, whether it's in your personal life, your marriage, your family, or in the church. If you can't say amen, give me a, a Methodist cough. But anyway. Anybody home? Wow. I said, wow, you know. So I want to serve with joyfulness and gladness of heart. I do that in my personal life. I do it in my marriage. I do it in the church. I want to do that right here in the house. Amen. When it comes to offering time, you know, I don't put my hand in my pocket wishing, oh, no. I don't do that. Come on, let's rejoice. We have the opportunity of giving back to God the money he's given us. He just, he, he didn't want it all. That's what I like about the Lord. He said, listen, I gave it to you, but if you can just give me a little bit, I appreciate it. So tithe is that's all it is. If it wasn't for God, you wouldn't be working. If it wasn't God, you wouldn't be breathing. You wouldn't even be here. And so we need to show our appreciation. So we're going to serve with joyfulness and gladness of heart. And everybody said, Amen. now more than one vision is division. Okay. That's why it's so important that we, right now, it's, we have so much media. Uh, you can listen to all kinds of preachers. And, you know, I wish that every preacher was judged on what he preached and not his personality, how good he looked. Anybody home? His style. I, I just wish people would just, just focus on the word that's spoken. Amen. Because right now we have, so what happens is, in a good church like this, you still have other churches that are even better. There's always somebody better. Anybody else? You don't believe that. I do. You do. I said, there's always somebody that, that seems a little bit, and not that they're better, but they seem better. They have a bigger church. They have this. They have that. They're doing this. They're doing that. And if you're not careful, you compare yourself 
No, I, I mean, listen, I find this in life. I don't want to compare myself with other people because I don't come up to power. I, I mean, to me, I don't come up to, you know, I think about the South Korean, those guys. I mean, they'll get up in the wood, up in the, in the mountain, and they'll pray for three or four days fasting. I, I, if I compare myself with them, I'm not saved yet. So you can't compare yourself. Come on, some of you ladies, you know, <laughs> you may not look like that. that's all right. Anybody home? And you know the men, good men in the house here, they don't care. You gain a little weight, lose a little weight, color your hair, don't color your hair, you know. It doesn't make any difference to a good husband because they've learned to be content with what they got. I used to get a little upset if my wife and I maybe get a little, and then I think I could be married to the woman we counseled last week. That's bad. I mean, every time you think you got it bad, there's always somebody that's got it worse than you do. Amen? Jesus. <laughs> but we really have to concentrate on working at keeping the vision fresh. And in this house, this is what really, really counts. Because listen, if you don't think for a moment that you're not going to have opposition in this house, you're not going to have opposition in your marriage, if you don't think you're going to have opposition, you know, in your life, I mean, you're, you're living an illusion. You mean, if, if, if God himself had opposition in heaven, who do we think we are? Amen? I mean, I mean, could you imagine? I can't even picture this. I can't even picture that here's, here's Satan in heaven. He's not happy. And then he goes on and he, he, he compared. I don't know who he compared himself with. I guess God. And he felt short. And next thing you know, he's trying to convince one-third of the angels to leave heaven. I said, you got to be kidding. you got to. Listen, he hasn't changed. I mean, a good marriage, and he wants to make it worse. You can have a good church. He's, he's always trying. So let's, let's get ready for the giant saints. Come on. The promised land is full of giants. Yes, it's a land flowing with milk and honey, but we have to be careful that we don't lose sight of God's vision about the land. It's a land flowing with milk. Yes, are there giants? Of course they are giants. But I like what Caleb said. He said, you know, they're just bread for us. They're the, they're the breakfast of champions around here. You know, 10 people didn't agree with them, and they died in the wilderness. But, but Caleb and Joshua, and, and you know, old Caleb, you know, when it got into the promised land, Joshua said, uh, hey, what about you? And he said, listen. He said, Joshua, he said, 45 years ago, Moses promised me. And I'm just as strong today as I was then. Whether to, to do war or whatever, I'm, I'm ready. You know, when you have the spirit of Caleb, and you said, you know something? God has given us a big... See, God gave us a wonderful marriage. So I work at it real hard. Because I know if one puts 1,000 to flight, two can put 10,000 to flight. So I, I, th I feel that same way in the church. I says, what we've done has been wonderful. Don't get me wrong. We've, we've, we've seen some good things. And uh, churches have gone out of this place. Ministries have gone out of this place. But there's more. I mean, God's vision doesn't stop with us. God has this tremendous vision. And it's beyond our comprehension. But it's not beyond what we can do full of the Holy Ghost. 
God wants to touch this city. Brother Pastor Matt has a vision for this center beyond most of your comprehension. But it's all going to be full of the Holy Ghost. We're going to do some of the things that other folks are doing, but then we're going to introduce them to the supernatural. Would that be all right? You know, it's good, it's good to feed somebody and, and give them some clothes. That's good. But could we introduce them to the one who provides everything? And their life can be filled with supernatural things. That's the vision that God has given Pastor Man. I just per per personally myself. So I, every now and then I have to stir up myself. Anybody home? Stir up yourself. Lay hold of God. I remember what it says in Isaiah. It says, there's no one that stirreth up himself that takes hold of him. You know, I want to be like Jacob. You know, he, he saw an angel. Next thing you know, he's wrestling with that angel. Could you imagine wrestling with an angel? And the angel said, you know, it's getting daylight. I got to get out of here. And he said, Joshua, I mean, uh, Jacob said, I am not going to let you go until, until you bless me. We've got to have that kind of determination for the things of God. All right, now we've got determination for a lot of other things. And we give all kinds of money, sacrifice, time, whatever. But what about the vision of God? The vision for your marriage, the vision for your family. You know, right now, there's, thank God for some of the parents that are refusing to give up when their kids start to go astray. You know, thank God for the parents that were willing to stand in the gap, make up the hedge, no matter what come. Lord, you said, the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. The seed of the righteous shall be delivered. And I'm not letting go until. Like Jacob, I am not going to let go until you bless my kids. The seed of the righteous shall be. I don't know about you, but I get excited about stuff like that. I'm sorry, but I, I, I get excited, you know. And then I think about the vision. Could we think about the outreach center? Could we think about the single parents that are going to be helped? Can we think about the kids that are going to be helped? Going to put on another way of life. You understand what I'm saying? Instead of out there confused and everything. We're going we're to see some wonderful things out of that right outreach. So we got to think about it. Think about it. Think about it. And then we got to talk about it to others, ourselves. Talk to yourself. That's, that's illegal. If you're talking about the king, talk to yourself about it. Amen? Talk to others about it. Declare it. We, listen, let, let's take that place and position of being kings as well as priests. Thank God for being a priest. We minister to the Lord. That's great. But could we take that kingship position Concerning the vision God's given to this house. Amen? Look to your neighbor and says, it's awful quiet in here. You turn to your neighbor and says, it's awful quiet in here. I'm sorry, excuse me. I, I, I came up under Brother Crandall. He just, okay, can I hear an amen? Can I hear an amen? Well, it's all right. <laughs> amen. Uh, let me tell something that's really helped me afresh because everything that's going on in America, I don't know about you, but I, I can't listen to the news. It's depressing beyond words. And so the other morning I woke up and uh, I, I, have you ever done this? It seems like in the morning uh, before your mind can begin to function, a thought. Do you, you ever have that happen to you? And I think what it is, it's your spirit. It's God's communicating with your spirit. And all of a sudden you wake up and there's something there. I mean, you didn't think about it too much. You just, it's just hair. And so I woke up one morning and uh, 
And this is the thought that came to me. Uh, let, let me share how God wants to really enhance us and help us stir up the vision, okay? And I woke up and I, I heard these words. Jesus said, Abraham rejoiced to see my day and he saw it and was glad. Abraham rejoiced to see my day and he saw it and was glad. And it kind of kept rolling over and I thought, well, wasn't that something? Abraham, hundreds of years before, but yet Jesus said he rejoiced to see my day and he saw it and was glad. I said, Lord, would you please lift my faith a little bit? Could I begin to see as truly as you live, all the earth will be filled with the glory of the Lord. I'm going to rejoice in that. Anybody home? Yes. And the Lord said unto my Lord, David said, the Lord said to my Lord, sit thou at my right hand until I make your enemies your foot. So I began to rejoice of all the enemies at the feet of Jesus. Every one of them under his footstool. Now, could we do that with the O.C.? Could we begin to see people coming in and not just being helped naturally, but all turned on to the supernatural of God, being born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, gifts of the Spirit flowing? You know, the more you get in the vision, the more the vision gets you in you, but the greater the anointing comes. Because you cannot get more into God's vision without more of his anointing. And with the anointing comes the gifts of the Spirit, fruits of the Spirit. Everything is needed. Praise God. This is good. Thank you. It's good preaching. <laughs> Nobody else is saying anything, so I'm fine. That's no problem. I can handle that. <laughs> now listen, as, as well as it is written in the scriptures, <clears throat> if you let the roof leak, the rafters will begin to rot. Amen? When you get lazy about things, all of a sudden... It's life goes out of your life, your marriage, the vision. It, you can't do it. you got to keep the vision alive. Anybody home? But you know, so I said, wait, so, so I, I refuse to get lazy. My wife and I are up every morning, and we're praying regularly for the O.C., now, one of the things I get, you know, sometimes, Brother Rick, I preach myself under a little conviction here. <laughs> because I remember for seven years, every day, we got together in the morning right here at the parking lot and drove up the mountain. You remember that? I mean, seven years, every day. And so I said, Lord, wait a minute. So if you say, Brother Wayne, I, I, can't, I can't use a hammer and I can't use it. That's all right. Every now and then, go over to the O.C., walk around. Walk through the neighborhood, praying in the Holy Ghost. Hold it down. We don't want you to get arrested and taken to psycho. But, but every now and then, come on, come on, do what you can, and God will do what you can. If you'll take that little step, you'll be surprised. I mean, he's able to take a handful of meal and make it last for years. Okay. And so let's do whatever we can. And Brother Rick's waiting, right, Brother Rick? Tuesday night, right? You're going over there, right? Uh, could, could we shock Brother Rick? Shocking. One night he's going to gather, and there's going to be a whole crowd. He says, is there a tent meeting around here someplace? Uh, the circus come to town? What's going on here? I'm sorry. Excuse me. Praise God. 
Could we continue to have the vision? Let me just, may I'll end with this, but in the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, let's keep the vision alive. And I feel like we can have the same kind of vision Jesus had as we read here in Hebrews, chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. If we can get that on the overhead, if we got that. Excuse the technology, it takes a little slow. Amen? Here we are. Wherefore, seeing we also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which the had beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Now, listen to this next verse. Looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, listen, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. You know, as I read that, I, I think about the night he was getting ready to be betrayed and, and he did the communion. Now, I did it for the joy. I don't know about you, but he really realized that tomorrow he's facing rejection. He's going to face the whipping post. You know, back in those days, they didn't take a little switch. Uh, usually, it was, it was thongs of leather with pieces of steel or something on the end, and they actually just cut your back open. He's getting ready for that. And yet, the Bible said, who for the joy that was set before him. I don't know about you, but I can't see much joy in that. But he did. Think about it. He thought about the, and he saw the crown of thorns, the mocking, the shame. Hanging on a cross, naked. And yet the Bible says, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured. Whatever work we have to do, saints, to see the outreach in full fruition, it's worth it. Did you hear me? Whatever sacrifices you may have, may have to make, it's all right. You see, Jesus saw me saved. He saw the sick healed in our generation. He saw the blind eyes open. He saw people converted until he saw a kingdom, a vast kingdom of kings and priests. I want you to begin to see and let the joy of the Lord be yourself. As you see people being touched by the presence of God, by the power of God. Families, some of those single parents reunited. I don't know, I don't know. All I know is that whenever you begin to step into God and his plan, the supernatural happens. See, we're just, God's asked us to, to do something what we can do, and now all of a sudden, God is gonna take over if we'll just take those steps. Yes, endure the cross. Yeah, I, sometimes you want to sleep in. Sometimes you don't want to do this. That's all right. Do whatever's necessary. We want to see the vision of God fulfilled in this house. Amen? Uh, could everybody say amen? Just Even if it's just a force, amen? Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I, I, I don't know what they're doing out in the, in the world. I don't want, listen to the news much. But all I know is he's building a church. All I know is that this mountain 
that Daniel saw because came, it was a stone and became a mountain and filled the whole earth. The mustard seed's been, been growing for 2,000 years. Come on, can we get a, a, a vision beyond these eyes here, these natural eyes? Could we get a vision from the heart that comes from the heart of Jesus? Things are going to get better. Not necessarily in this world. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I can see, I can see Jesus sitting on the throne with the overcomers, ruling the nations with a rod of iron. I want to be there. So whatever I have to endure, I want to do it. I want that joy of being, I don't know about you, but I just, I just, I am going to be so excited. The joy of seeing the devil bow his, I don't know about you. I mean, I don't know if it's Christian or not, but I don't know. I, I mean, to see him bow his knee and confess what he hates above all things, Jesus is Lord. I mean, I want to see, and then I want to see all those guys, demons that have been troubling me. And bothering my family. I just can't wait to see them. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Amen. I wanna, I'm, I'm going to close again. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 3. Verses 12 and 14. I really feel that uh, a key for me is uh, working together. Get a partner. You know, I, I like what, they, what they've always done in the service. You always have a partner. Uh, we find this in the fire department. You have a partner. You never leave your partner. You're the whole story. There's something about standing together. One puts a thousand to flight, two ten thousand. Amen? So, oh, look at this. Okay. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any heart of unbelief and parting from the living God, but exhort... Encourage, strengthen one another daily. What well, is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. It's so important that we have a partner in this life, in the kingdom. Now, I happen to have my wife. Some of you singles here, I feel sorry for, but it's all right. You can partner with each other for now. Is that all right? <laughs> Can we do that? I don't know about you. I remember years ago, uh, somebody decided they wanted to have uh, uh, some early morning prayer. And uh, we were at the other church. And I said, sure, I, I'm in. No problem. So I think the first week or so, Brother Rick, you were there. And it was a pretty good crowd. But it wasn't maybe three weeks and uh, Brother Rick and I were there. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to start. I want to be the first one to pound the nail. I said, would you, would you please be the last one to pound the nail? I, I, I don't need people that first. I need people last. I need people that are going to finish. Okay? So let's make sure we're in there pounding the nails in prayer and waiting on God. Work together, saints. Work together. Be a team. That's what God's always spoken in this house. We're a team. We're a family. I, I just, I just, I don't like the thought of just being all alone. I'm glad for all those that prayed for us through the years. And so we, my wife and I have determined this with Pastor Matt in this house. 
we're still interceding. We want to see them succeed. We want to see this house, the work that God's put in this city. We want to be part of it. We want to see it succeed. Amen? Just write something down. And I hope, please, I really hope, and I've said it before, I'll say it again. Please, when God anoints your pastor with a word, please don't leave your groceries at the store. Don't leave your prescription at the office. Would you please make sure whether you take notes, I don't know how you do it, you know, go, pray, play it again online. I don't know how you do it. But don't let it go on a shelf. Make sure. So I just, uh, so I do that. Though I have a, a little quote from Pastor Matt. I don't even know when it was. Sometime back, I don't know how it was. But this is what he said. Start where you are. Use what you have. And do what you can. Amen? Okay? Let's start where you are. Use what you have and do what you can, and God will show up. And then God will show up. And then the supernatural will begin to happen in this place, in your life. Amen? Could we pray? Father, we just thank you for your goodness. Thank you for the vision that you've put in this house. Thank you for Pastor Matt, Pastor Rachel, Lord, and their, their faithfulness to press in. Thank you for the elders that have stood with them so strong. Thank you for the worship team and the worship leader and now the youth group. It's so exciting. And Lord, I want to thank you. Then my wife and I can thank you because we were planted in the house. We flourished in the courts of our God. And now we're going to continue to bring fruit, forth fruit in our old age to show that you're upright. And so we want to thank you. We're not going to give up, not going to quit. And you're not going to stop using us until you call us home. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Let's make sure this morning, if some of you might have lost your vision a little bit, uh, you might need prayer this morning. We want to invite you up, you know, and because there's folks that would be more than happy to agree with you. You don't have to tell them what happened or anything like that, but you might say, you know, I, you know I, I'm not what I should be. I, I, the vision is not there. Whether it's in the house or whether it's in your marriage or whatever it is, let, let's, let's, let's believe God. If any two will agree, that's why you come up for prayer. If any two will agree on earth, touching it, it shall be done. So let's take advantage when, when they, when, see, a lot of times you think, well, I'm gonna, if I'm sick, I'm going to go up. No, no, sometimes you just have somebody you need to agree with you because you're going through something. Father, in Jesus' name, let the vision of this house be renewed and restored in a greater dimension than we've ever had before. Let us leave with such determination, such resolve, such energy and excitement. In Jesus' name. And all the people said...